Well, that's exactly right. What we've done is we've taken the 360, we've added a DSP, and then we've... What happened to your eyes? That big eye. You will need eyes to see. Oh man, holy cats! Sort of, we're covering a movie called Q from 1997. A cube. 26 rooms high. 26 rooms across. 17,576 rooms. Does anybody remember how they got here? Why would they throw innocent people in here? Are we being punished? There's a way in here, so there's got to be a way out. Do you think they'd go to all the trouble to build this thing if we could just walk out? Take a good long look around. Cause I got a feeling it's looking at us. We have about three days without food and water before we're too weak to move. I just want to wake up. Room down there, and something almost cut my head off. Motion detectors integrated into the walls. Tough to spot. You're not getting out of here. Yes, we are. There is no way out of here. We need to get around the trap. They're identified by prime numbers. Figure it out. I can't. I'm not dying in a rat maze. No more talking. No more guessing. You got to save yourselves from yourselves. Be moving in circles, the runes have. We are the key. The cube is us. Hell yeah, dude. I know Tron is a big fan of this one, so Tron, you, you take the lead here. Sure, yeah. Um, I know not a lot of people are. The acting's terrible in it. Uh, there's a lot of things not to like about this movie, but there's also, I think, a lot of things to love about this movie. Uh, Cube is a 1997 independent horror film where uh, several people wake up inside of the same room that has doors on every side, basically, a and a cube, if you will. And there are many, many, many rooms. I Maybe can't remember, 17,000-something rooms? Something like, 17, they do a measurement, and it's like, it's crazy. 17,576. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. 
and, and, that's, uh, and that's a high school that's a high school kid calculating all that. So I don't no, really know college. if I can really believe she's it, but she's in college. Oh, she's in college. Oh, yeah, she okay. mentions she mentions university. I, I hope so. With care. the way Quentin was hitting on her, I mean, she looks like she's eleven, but yeah, yeah, she does, <laughs> she does look extremely young. And uh, well, they're trying to figure out why the hell they're there and trying to figure out a way out. And a lot of these rooms are trapped, and uh, hilarity ensues. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, so we have a, a six complete strangers with wildly varying personalities uh, and invol- involuntarily placed in, in an endless maze containing deadly traps. Uh, this is also directed by uh, the pants. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> Vienzo uh, Natali. I've heard this guy in several different interviews on different podcasts. He's a really cool guy. An interesting yeah, dude. He, he was a storyboard um, artist on Johnny Mnemonic and then you yeah, know, did some some other directing movies and stuff. I thought that was pretty cool. Huh. Pretty cool. He wrote he wrote uh, he helped write uh, in the tall grass, which is a Stephen King and Joe King uh, uh, story. But they did they they did that adaptation uh, I think last year or whatever on yeah. Netflix. He's part of that, and right. then he did. It's definitely all right. Um, but he did that movie Splice, which is a weird like <laughs> Adrian dude, Brody like fucking Cypher. a girl. And... I thought Cipher was a great sci-fi movie. Do you remember that one? So Lucy yeah, Liu, uh, huh? Yeah, I remember. So you've seen that one? Yeah, I've seen it. Long time yeah, ago, that's, a, been a long that's time. another really that's another really good um, sci-fi, movie, especially a very underrated sci-fi movie. <laughs> yeah, Jeremy Northam. Wow, remember that guy. That fuck. I couldn't think of his name. I was thinking <laughs> of Speed Two, oh, and I was shit. like, I know that's not him. <laughs> and he's done some writing stuff here, like for like Orphan Black, Cannibal. It's done some surprisingly enough. Wrote some stuff on Luke Cage. Yikes! Oh, well, because the, the writer uh, of this movie created Orphan Black. Graham Mason. Ah, Graham, yeah, Graham something. Hang on. I just lost it. Um, but yeah, he he created Orphan Black and he did the TV version of Snowpiercer. He created that show as well. Oh, okay. Okay. Cool. Oh. Um, he, he just, he's got a new Graham, movie, Graham movie Manson. His last name's Manson. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking of North. I'm thinking of the actor, Graham Northam. Yeah, I know. He he was he was who was also in Orphan Black, right? Oh no, the I director directed. You said the director directed episodes of Orphan Black, correct? He wrote. I think he well, probably oh, yeah, and the writer too. of this movie mm. wrote and created that entire series. That was the connection I was saying. That is interesting. I did not realize that. Very good. Very good for him. Yes. Uh, oh, Black <laughs> was a great show. That show's excellent. Yeah, it was that's very fantastic. underrated. Yeah, I was a big fan. Uh, but yeah, he's he's got a, a new movie coming up. He's writing it right now, which sounds pretty cool, actually. Uh, it's let's see. I'm looking it up right now. Uh, yeah, he's not directing it. He's just he's just gonna write it. Uh, it's called uh, Ethereum. It sounds hmm. pretty cool. A, a college professor who is studying the genetic genetic media, uh, makeup of an ancient artifact discovers that it is actually a relic from hell. So from hell unlocks the equation of evil, baby. So, yeah, that sounds pretty fun. Satan semen. <laughs> Even, yeah. Bring it back. Okay, bring it back. Bring it back. Uh, okay. This is a thing I saw like way back in the day. Uh, I remember the cover being pretty fucking sweet. That's what uh, drew me into it. When I remember reading it from, from Mans was the cover. I was like, this okay, this is creepy, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Remember the co- I remember the uh I forget uh what doing the uh, rewatch of it the other day. Uh, I forget that it's the credits are very much like of alien or aliens too. Oh yeah. Uh, sort of kind of fade in like letters in different areas right. of the screen and create cube. Um, pretty great practical effects in this thing for yeah. low. It's very low. Dude, budget. the budget. Oh is yeah, there's only 
there's yeah. only one cube like throughout the sets yep. they had to go in and rechange all the lightings inside and that would take so long they didn't shoot it out of sequence so every scene with the red lens was shot then green white and so on and so forth wow. mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah it's pretty He's, cool they um, did a great job of making it look like there's more than one I agree. If it, <laughs> and if you guys ever, if you guys ever want to jump into this a little deeper, um, there's an episode of a, a podcast called The Projection Booth, and uh, they do an episode on this. And they bring uh, uh, Vincenzo uh, Natali on there, and he he gives he basically tells all about how ah. they, they made everything work. It's really interesting. So if you want to check it out? Please do. It's awesome, and it's for yeah, free. Yeah, only shot in so. 20 days, man. Like fuck, dude. They used 20 to, days, baby. It's like Carpenter. Yes. That was like his streamline number. 20 days. Yeah, like Prince yeah. Of Dark 29 Wars, days. Like or, yes, yes, yeah, okay. always like 20 to 30 days. That's inc- that's incredible. Dude, imagine you knock a movie out in three weeks, dude. That's fucking right. Get, nuts. get minimum if you're a SAG card holder. Hold SAG card holder. You get a minimum 50 grand for fucking what. 30 days of work. Like that's <laughs> crazy to think about. Take a week off, buddy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 Granted, it's your rent in fucking LA is probably like 30 grand every two months. <laughs> no right, shit. That's yeah. true. Yeah. The flooded market. Right. It is, this is a Canadian film, right? Yes. What's yeah. so. uh, up? The, the motherland. The, yeah. The, <laughs> bless up. Bless Apparently, up. The, 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 the company that did the effects for them did them for free like all the digital effects just because they wanted to really? be proud of this movie and it was you know oh, toronto cool. cinema basically you know right right and also, i think um i didn't i didn't look this up. well i think it, I, I might be right but the uh, sort of the canadian sort of like uh that tax cut uh money um when they were still doing it i'm not sure they do that anymore but i know that's how cronenberg got pretty fucking got most of his film uh filmed uh well produced pretty early on right. they put some money into this too and it really helped big time that's why like a lot of movies that you know are set in new york are actually shot in montreal or toronto montreal, yeah. because it's just so yeah. much fucking cheap like you said with the tax Super. incentives and all that yeah it's yeah. just of course yeah, it's funny do, like but go ahead go ahead mike no, it's like it's. I was gonna reference Escape from New York. Like the only scene of that shot in New York is the Statue of Liberty scene. Everything else is like <laughs> Missouri or some shit. You know, right? What I mean? it's so yeah. random. <laughs> I mean, it's like fucking. Uh, it's like fucking. Uh, What's it? Uh, 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 Friday the Thirteenth, man. It's, uh, fucking Jason goes to Manhattan. You, Manhattan. He's in Manhattan for like fucking two minutes, and everything else is Can- <laughs> it's Canada, man. That's all. Right. He's on a fucking boat. <laughs> you know, it's, like that, it's incredible. Yeah. Yeah, I wish I, I agree. I, I, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I was yeah, gonna say, I, like, this movie feels like a, a, a director who's never spoken English before, uh, <laughs> and and uh, it's and he he's he's writing lines for American actors, and they're just reading them as they oh, should yeah. be read. And you can tell how the, it goes. You can tell the guy was definitely you know an art department. He has a great visual eye. The movie looks great, mm-hmm. even for a low budget. But yes, the dialogue, oh, the and dialogue. The the oh. poor I don't, I don't even know the clairvoyant guy I don't even know how to say it politely. Rain man? <laughs> yes, we'll go with that. Rain well, man. Dustin Hoffman, like apparently, Dustin Hoffman. but who's, but it also looks like Michael Rappaport somehow. <laughs> just like Michael Rappaport. Just like yeah, like it's, 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 the the acting that that guy does is just so terrible throughout it's the bad. whole. Fuck, every single oh. scene is bad. Oh. It just pulls you right out of it, dude. It's gnarly. I'm like we're doing this right now. We're doing Rain Man right now. Like, yeah, I forgot about this. Like, holy shit. I mean, I, like, I get it. You know what I mean? Like, it, like you could have a character like that, but you just have to do all these. It's just like so put. The tapping on. of the it's head horrible. and the rubbing of the arm, the hands, and yeah, uh, this, the yeah, jokes. So the jokes are like the room level bad too. Like, all <laughs> oh, yeah, they're yeah, like yeah, the yeah. humor behind it. All of it lands flat, dude. Like, there's not one 
like comedic relief moment that they intentionally like when they're calling him uh what, what do they call uh rain man they called him telephone boy is what <laughs> telethon <laughs> telethon yes. telethon boy yeah telethon, again, well, that's the name of the podcast episode the telethon <laughs> yeah boy. perfect telethon <laughs> boy <laughs> <laughs> holy cats where's jerry lewis here? holy cats <laughs> <laughs> trying to do a man. telethon but that took me out of the movie so many times. And just like the unnatural dialogue that they would have in between, like turning into explosive, violent arguments with each other with like no natural progression. There's like so much poorly written dialogue. But again, the, yes. visually. It's the way the characters turn so quickly is, is the best yeah. way I can describe it. You're just kind of like, well, man, they're going fucking psycho quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. And Quentin's always talking about like. Quickly. like Quinn's got like this, like like the 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 uh, sort of like family fatherly pride he has is so like overly dramatic. I got three kids. I got yeah. three kids. Yeah. What yeah, about you? Probably beat you? the you fuck f- out of your wife. Of right. Course. He's always, he's always like like worth. What about you, huh? You haven't had a family before, but I got a kid. I got three kids at home. Like like, and then you think about like what's it um. <laughs> It's like it's like total recall. Like, like I got three kids to feed. Like what happened to them before, or whatever. Like that shit in that movie. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> like and it also it, it reminds me of like you know those those fucking moms out there that their entire personality is being a mom. You yes, know what I mean like yes, you know right, oh right. I I deserve. It's like that one poster you see. Oh these eighteen year old kids at the Starbucks line looking tired. Honey, I was up all night with a kid doing all this shit. Get to the oh, back line. Like, bitch, go dude. fuck yourself. Shut the you fuck up. Just yeah. because you let some guy come inside you does not make you special in any way no, right no, no, and no. you were an empty vessel before that now found an identity just because you had a and fucking yeah. kid like and now the only yeah that's the only identity that they it have is the that saddest person insane it is it I'm is so, a sad life. i'm so glad yeah. i'm just so glad i didn't grow up in the social media time when we were kids like oh, all sure, the like yeah. parents like their whole oh. their whole kids lives are just displayed on social media it's crazy oh. and there's nothing wrong with showing pictures and stuff like that that's 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 not what i'm talking about but every single fucking update is just so weird you know yeah I've had enough of it to where it was like I've had to go back and cleanse my early stages of being in social media <laughs> because I was like, oh, this could come back to haunt you <laughs> or like, oh, or I have some some profound thought when in reality I was just drunk as fucking. Yeah, you're drunk 10 as years shit. Ago saying some stupid and it's shit. so cringy, but dude, like I brought all that up. to a song and fucking right. Uh, Oh, like even posting just a song on there, like no one ever listened to any of those. Yeah, <laughs> you no, know what I mean. Nobody's like, ever gonna care about no, it. No, they're just gonna keep fucking right. scrolling. But I brought all that up because that's the vibe I get from Quentin's character. You know that like, oh, I got these kids. You know, but it's probably right. his fault that he has no access to them and that he's put them and put himself in the position he's in now. You know, you can tell he's just well, a he psychopath. has no kids clearly. at all. He's all a bunch of bullshit. So. You, that's that's very possible <laughs> as well. That's yeah, possible. but that's never that's, fully that could, defined. Yeah, and if it ever is, like, I don't, I don't know if the character. No, it's not mentioned in the movie deep. at all. <clears throat> yeah, I don't, I don't no, know if the character I, I can, can go that deep, but yeah, go ahead. I, I, I can like the this this last time I this recent time I watched it, rewatched it. Uh, I considered his his story of being a cop uh, possibly true, but more it's more likely that he tried out to become a cop. They're like, no, 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 you're like way too crazy to become a cop. So he became like mm. a security guard. He and I agree with you that that would make sense yeah. but he has more methodical actions involved so he's definitely ex-military of some sort and um just because of the he has nature, some sort of PTSD 
Sure. And, you know, but he's also a fucking psychopath. Like, so mm-hmm. I think, well, that's yeah. my, I mean, look I think at the, that, I you say think... that people would, and you say they wouldn't be allowed to be a cop, but man, have you looked around at our nation's <laughs> yeah. police force? It is filled with well, I agree. psychopathic I agree. fucking racist pieces of shit for the most part. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, of course. I just, I, 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 you know, just to bring up something that's on the top of my head, like uh, what uh, one of the, uh, you know, Hillside Shrink, Hill, uh, Hillside Stranger dudes, uh, he, he tried out to be a cop. Couldn't do it because they were like, whoa, 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 you're, you're way too crazy. And become, yeah, he tried to become a security like a schizophrenic, guard. schizophrenic, yeah. So, yeah, <clears throat> he's a sociopath, you know? So, like, they create they create all kinds of shit in their own heads. So whatever they want to cre- – whatever sort of storyline they want to create, they're going to create it. And it's going to sound right. right in their head. So he's doing all this stuff. Like, well, now I'm, I'm actually – you guys can follow me, and right. I can – fix things and I can help people and I can save people. But he can't, he's the the most useless one and he knows that. All he has is this whole, I'm the strong, I'm the strong arm type, I'm the cop type, that's all I I have. And that hasn't helped anyone. Yeah, it's it's been detrimental to the team. (laughs) (laughs) And like, but but I agree with you, man, don't get me wrong. I just definitely get vibes that he was definitely in some sort. The only thing I think this would have been handled better had the director really showed the mania setting in. You don't, you know, Mm -hmm. it's mentioned earlier that they at least it's mentioned earlier that they've at least been there 12 hours, but it feels like a lot more time has passed by the end because their eyes are really, all of their eyes are really, you know, red and mm-hmm. they all look like shit. You know yeah, what right. I mean? Sucking so buttons. Like there should have been a. Well, I mean, they do that very early to help with the survival. That's like the first scene, you know what I mean? But like later on, know, there's no more fun. buttons held. They're not, it's hilarious. I was like, you're an idiot, but whatever. That's not how <laughs> hydration works, but okay. I like how it's, and that's also the French guy that tells them that who gets killed literally like six minutes later. He's <laughs> <laughs> supposed to be the master escape artist. Way to go, Red. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know what you guys were watching it on, but I was watching it on Pluto. And uh, Pluto decided to have a commercial break right at that moment where his face was like completely melted in and they zoomed in (laughs) on on it. The commercial switched over to like a zoomed in on a pizza and then like slowly zooming up like a Pizza (laughs) Hut commercial. So it was like literally like seeing gore up close into like a pizza and zoomed in was just like so mind fucking dude. I was like. Holy shit, that was a terrible place for that ad, dude. <laughs> I and dude, and I also uh, uh I watched it on TV first. I ended up buying it on iTunes because it's on sale for four ninety nine. Oh, nice. And because and because Tubi was driving me crazy, it kept crashing on me, and I would go back in and it would oh, restart damn. the movie. I mean, I've, I've never once had that issue with Tubi before. I always huh. have that issue with Pluto TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it so worked swimmingly, dude. I didn't have any problems with Pluto. It ran the way it was supposed to, minus the zoom in thing. <laughs> I got one right. for you guys, uh, just to sort of side uh, side it real quick, because uh, uh, what Tron said, his sort of experience watching that on Pluto TV. Uh, I had this sort of similar experience today watching uh, the Hellraiser movie, which is also produced by Hulu, and I'm watching it on Hulu, which I don't want, understand whether there should be any fucking commercial breaks at all. <laughs> right. But anyways, uh, I'm watching it, and it, uh, it's like... Because you get to like, pay for the higher ad, but even the higher pay still has ads. Right. Still has commercials, <laughs> boys, I'll tell you that. For sure, there's, some, there's a, a couple of people fucking in the show... They 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 leave the room and go to the the kitchen area and they're making food out there and um they realize that they could hear them fucking and the boyfriend leaves and she the the girl's like I guess you guys could hear us fucking cut to like for him's commercial like a wretched <laughs> fucking thing I'm like wow like, oh, <laughs> got it's it. a manscaper <laughs> shave your dick oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. hey while we're on the top yourself, or some other hot celebrity you piece of shit yeah <laughs> I guess I guess you. Giselle Bunchum's probably calling him right now. <laughs> oh, shit, oh, I, I did like how all their names are based on prisons. 
yeah. I didn't really, I didn't oh, catch that sense. until I, until I saw Levin and Worth, and my first thought was like, oh, Levin Worth. Levin Worth. Yeah. And then Kazan, um, apparently is a Russian prison. I, I looked at some of the trivia. Some, some of you read it. Not only are the characters named after prisons, but they reflect prisons themselves. Example: Kazan, the mentally challenged character, um, is a prison in Russia for the mentally ill. Ren. Cool is a French shell that pioneered many of today's prison policies. Oh, shit, I just lost it. Um, Levin and Worth, of course, or Leavenworth, you know, but they have regard like a strict set of rules. Right. And um, uh, Worth is also, hang on, where'd it go? Leavenworth runs a rigid set of rules, Leavenworth's, or Levin's mathematics, and the new prison is corporately owned and built, Worth. And so I guess Worth is corporately owned as well. Oh. Uh, Holloway was a women's pr prison in England. And Alderson is a prison where isolation is common per punishment. Alderson's the first guy who gets cubed right, right at the beginning. I was like, hey, I love that scene. Start a show. Yeah. Was he, awesome. gets those, he gets those Donyas pretty good. For sure. Yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 kind of gave, it reminded me of like the Resident Evil kind of laser sequence they do late, oh, later. Oh, yeah. Like two they, years they took later. It all from this movie. All, There's they, a lot. All that grim sure. shit came out from this fucking movie, man. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, I do love, like, I, I, I say this. I say I love it, but it's 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 ridiculous. But uh, uh, Quentin, um, it's like it's ironic, but like Quentin takes like uh, yeah. he, he he picks the glasses up that that uh, that Levin's wearing. He's like, hey, don't you need your glasses? And she's like, well, I only use them when I'm reading. She's like, reading. Well, would you yeah, need it's like oh, well, like, like, <laughs> you're in school, right? And she's like, yeah, I'm in school. He's like, okay, so that makes total sense, right? Like. You're here because you got like glasses uh. and you gotta read and like you're in school too, dude, right? Uh. He's like, what? <laughs> like, oh, okay. it's a stretch, Holmes buddy. But here. all right, yeah. It's, but it does it's, advance the plot. That's the funniest part. It's like, oh, yeah, it's just the spoon feeding is just so fucking annoying yeah. sometimes. But yeah, dude, it's it's uh, it's, it's they're saying that the uh, they developed or the uh, inspiration for the film was from that Twilight Zone episode where all those five characters are in the pit of darkness. Do you guys remember that? Which, which from what uh, year? Like so. the seventy yeah. sixties? Oh no, like sixties, sixties. Oh okay. No, I don't remember this. No. Yeah, there's like a pit of darkness, and there's five different characters. I can't remember what they all are. There's like a fucking pilot or ballerina or some shit like that, and they're all trying to find a way out. Apparently, that's what he referenced as like his inspiration for the film. Oh, that's cool. Okay, I'm moving that, that. Yeah, it is cool. It definitely yeah. feels like a Twilight Zone episode for sure. Oh yeah, yeah, with a three hundred fifty thousand dollar budget. Yeah, it still blows wow, my mind. Just like how, how much they got out of it, and of course, it, it was even a failure in Canada when it first released. And yeah. um, one of the one of the promoters of the movie spent one point two million in marketing, and wow. released it in released it in in France, and it, it made like ten million in France, and like for like ended up cutting up a total after everything cost it grossed eight million, so not too bad for okay. Not too bad. It was it was a good, it was pretty heavily popular in Spain as well. So yeah, I hate I hate the words cult classic, classic, but yeah, go ahead. No, it it really took off in European markets. All I'm saying. All right, yeah. Yeah, I hate the I hate it the is term a cult, cult classic, classic but this is definitely this this feeds all of the. <laughs> and to me, this is a new age cult classic. Even though I know it's still old to like probably right. a lot of people that listen mm. out there, it's it's not super old to me. You know what I mean? Right, right. I, I agree. I, I love the word cult classic. I think directors hate that word. Oh, really? Well, because <laughs> yes. because that generally means to them that it was a commercial and probably failure. Failure, yeah, and you know, critical failure when it came out. And you know, it's like you know, so many of John Carpenter's movies. I hate yes. to say it, they were just yep. fucking financial nightmares. And, mm, and the but commercial they're failure. all revered. You know, they're all revered now. You know, he's 
lauded as one of the greatest horror directors of all time because he fucking is, you know. Right. Just never got the recognition whenever they were coming out. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, I, I now one of my favorite parts about this movie is the uh, what is the um um was it the the prime number stuff? Oh, that's oh yeah, yeah. That's like yeah. the best. That's like the oh, best yeah. part of this movie, in my opinion. I don't like that doesn't that doesn't last. Like that only gets to a certain point. Yeah, and I forget was it Holloway jumps in the room and, and they think she's choking a gas or whatever, and she's just swallowed the fucking Swallow the button. button. Dude, yeah. <laughs> but it's right after that they they find out you know, the prime numbers aren't working as well, you know. So I do like that. Right. There's that only helps to a degree. Yeah. But so, <laughs> oh right, they found out with the sushi machine, uh, fucking room, yeah. right with the strings. Yeah. But the, one of the things I've never understood about this movie, even as I was younger, and I think the first time I watched it, is that each room is given coordinates, like three number coordinates. About like the X, Y, Z of where the room is located in the cube, in the right, cube, yeah. but all the right, rooms yeah. shifting all the time. So wouldn't those numbers not ever matter? Or is it just the original position? She, she figures it out. She says it's, it's like a giant combination lock when the rooms are in their starting position, like, like the lock is open. So they just have to get back. So she figures out by bypassing all that, it's got to get back to the first cycle and they don't know how many days. What's up? I was gonna say that that makes sense because that's why uh, you hear that loud sound because it's it's rolling it's rolling like a combination lock. Right. Well, they don't know how many days and when to go back to that. But she sits there like I, I can't I can't remember what scene it is, but she's got like the coin and she's just fucking scribbling on the thing. Well, she got her button. The, scribbling there's button. a fucking yeah. word. Um, the like the perm permutations or some shit. And the, I I don't know what any of this means. I don't know dick about <laughs> I don't either. And so, but, you know, she just starts going on negative one. And maybe none of this even makes sense because like it it could not at all. And I still wouldn't know either way. You know, all the factorials. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or your permutation permutations or something like yeah, all that shit. And mm-hmm. she goes through it all and figures it out. Now I I'm just taking her word for it because I don't fucking know anything from it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm no I realize, rain, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm no. Uh, what's it called? Telethon boy. <laughs> so I could tell that if I was in this scenario, I don't know what you guys would have done, but you would have to fucking have drug me into those rooms because I would not be fucking going anywhere, dude. Especially if I was hearing fucking noises like things are moving, I, I would be hard pressed to fucking leave that room. I, I'm also practical, though. Like, I know that, like, if you stay there, you're going to die regardless. So, like, like yeah. there's no, you know what I mean? One way or the other. Uh. The, the irony is when you get to the end, you do see the twist. Right. You know, I don't know if we're just going to jump on that. Spoiler, spoiler, yeah, spoiler, yeah. spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. They should have oh, fucking sure. stayed there the whole time. Because mm-hmm. then when they figure out the math and it comes back around, they would have been closer to the door had they just waited there. So it is, it's like you said, it's like you, you may have been on the right path of not fucking moving. But not of knowing it. And then, yeah, and that's the thing, too. I guess but they would time, never have known that if they didn't move. Right. You're going to get never... survival instinct. The survival instinct is to move, you know, yeah. get yeah. to an ex- instinct. So, yeah. yeah it's, it's really well done that way. Uh, just thinking about being in that scenario would just be so shitty, dude. Like, <laughs> there are multiple times of hopelessness where they're like, think they're figuring it out and everything goes to shit. And to me, that's just, I think that's oh, yeah, what captured, mean, that, like, fascinated gotta, me. Yeah. Me too. And out of like the seven characters, and once again, spoilers, 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 like, only of all the people who die, only two are actually killed by traps. <laughs> yeah so oh, I, I, I thought i thought that was another pretty interesting part about it it just goes to show the psychosis of human nature like you're just so trying to survive you're real willing to take other people down to you know make that happen yeah yeah, yeah. and, and then i guess all you needed was kazan and his factors <laughs> the entire yeah, time man i mean 
<laughs> I'm computing with my head next to my head. Like, I don't on, know man. what to say. About Juju I, beat, I, I, I'm Juju. assuming the actor was like, oh, it's like he's doing like a calculator in his head, you know? <laughs> oh, it looks so it looks so stupid. Yeah. It's bad. It's really bad. <laughs> What's my inspiration here? You're a calculator. <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, yeah. yeah, the idiot savant role is it's a very dangerous role to play because you never you job, man. yeah exactly <laughs> don't simple jack <laughs> jump simple. in i am sam 2006 with the retard went home empty handed <laughs> tommy <laughs> fucking what a ping ball tournament charge the pants up nixon that ain't retarded <laughs> <laughs> he did go full simple jack in this i, I one. do like how oscar or fucking robert downey jr did get nominated for an oscar for that movie too <laughs> fantastic dude. <It's> amazing <laughs> so good <laughs> But yeah, dude, uh, Quentin is a piece of shit, and that's something that's slowly revealed throughout the movie. Oh, and uh, I like it also how Worth basically looks like Quentin Tarantino's little brother. Did y'all yes! like, get those vibes like half the time? Holy 100%. shit! One hundred percent. Every time, he, especially when he's going to his like his little speech where he's talking shit to Quentin for like the first time, it's just like straight Tarantino. Pulp Fiction. Don't tell me mm. my fucking coffee's good. I know it's fucking good, okay? That's why I fucking buy it. Like, that's the vibe <laughs> I get. <laughs> and not to mention that he looks just like the guy. He it's does. Crazy. He does. Yeah, he does. You could tell that. that I even looked up and I was been... like, this gotta be like a cousin, or like, did, did he fuck his, someone fuck his mom at some point? I don't know what's going on. Is <laughs> it no, in no Canada, relation. maybe? In space? No relation. Yeah. He does have the eye spacing, dude. The fucking, he looks like uh, falling off the side of his head. And the teeth and the jawline. For me, it's the, the t- like, yeah, it's just very yeah. weaselly. Yeah, weaselly. <laughs> I get a very yeah. weaselly vibe from Tarantino. Ice Age weasel kind of fucking look, dude. Yeah, I totally weasel. get it. Weasel. <laughs> the weasel. Oh, don't shame Polly Shore like that. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, it's, it, it's funny that he become you, you find out uh, that he's sort of the stooge, right? Like, he's the dude who created the frame. Yeah, he's he's the architect of the outer shell, which I, I thought shell. that was a really cool twist. I did I like do that. Too. I thought yeah, it was cool. Awesome. <laughs> um, it's you don't see it coming. However, when I first, even when I remember seeing this uh, when I was younger, I think on like fucking HBO way, way, way back in the day, I remember thinking, whenever you first see him, he's just already laying on the floor. I was like, all right, something's up with that guy. You know what I mean? Like he just seemed too resigned but i didn't really i didn't think he was going to be like the architect of that shit i thought that was pretty interesting yeah 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 that was cool and then which he also also stole they stole this uh this idea from to uh for stall for saw as well basically oh yeah for what for saw like saw yeah absolutely it's the same fucking idea but like but that dude doesn't fucking talk at all until the very end and it's like that's the same fucking thing. Well, Saw came out after. I mean, shit, there's so like that. Did you ever watch Circle? It's just called Circle. It was on Netflix for a while. Mm-hmm. All these people in a room, like, trying to decide who's going to die. It also had a very similar plot to this movie, in my opinion. Um, what was it? Circle. Circle. It's just called Circle. S-I-R-C-L-E. It, it, I think it's still on Netflix. It's, it's pretty trippy and kind of in the same vein as this. And then, of course, the platform. I know y'all have seen that on Netflix. That was fucking insane. I just oh, got yeah, similar vibes. I've seen it, but I've never seen the movie, but yeah. Platform? Or the platform? The platform. I, I've seen you, you the trailer platform, but I've never watched it. It's still on Netflix. I think you should check it out. You'll dig it. Okay. Sounds like a lot of people lifted shit out of this movie, but this movie was also yeah. in its own lifted from Twilight Zone. So, I mean, really. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know. think about it. Whenever you, like, Twin. When Tarantino himself will say, like, I steal all of my dialogue. He's like, you could probably right. go back 
into every single movie I've produced and written and go and find all the movies I stole these lines from. You know what I, mean? like, <laughs> oh, yeah. I just put my little twist on it. I mean, that makes sense. That's how you do it. That's how people sure. make music too. I mean, fuck, man. This, this is how art's created, right? You just take your influences, Great. fucking right. run with what you like the most and try to create something. like Charles Bukowski would just like sit on a typewriter, typewriter and just type out nothing but Kurt Vonnegut's work all the time and Vonnegut <laughs> sure. Jr. just to yeah. figure out the style and tone and all that shit. That's sick. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I love um uh I, I really do love the uh the 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 scene with um she's like I guess she's a nurse, but she's also like a conspiracy conspiranoid as well. Um oh, the, yeah. the <laughs> Uh, yeah. who's like, he's like, I've been telling, I've been telling people about this forever. It's, it's, it's finally coming true. It's finally happening. And then like, you know, uh, worthless. It's like, it's like, no, none of this, even none of this fucking matters. There's nothing at the top with no head yeah. to the snake. None of this shit exists. Nothing exists. No, it exists, but it no is, one is overseeing it. That's the right. scary. That, that's, that's wild. It. I mean, that's a very, that's well, because it's a very allegorical, you know, take on God itself. We're in this fucking oh, world and universe yeah. <laughs> and there may or may not be anyone overseeing this shit show. <laughs> <laughs> True. But who the hell put them in there to begin with? There's got to be some movement on that. That's I love that. That's a question I'd ask myself. Who the fuck put me here to begin with? Well, my parents, <laughs> duh, but... <laughs> right, 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 right. What am I, I going I all that. the way back? Right. <laughs> I love those ideas and thoughts. Yeah, that's cool. I'm glad they didn't fucking cheese out and show what was on the other side of the cube, too, at the so, end. And... So they did. And, the, and the, the the director said they did have a scene shot oh. where it it's you see... Spoiler, 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 because uh -huh. on yep. exit at the end, and the, he showed an overlooking view. And that was he said that was the first thing I cut when I was editing the movie together. I was like, God damn it. It's like I I, I love I love that and I hate it at the same time. Because I want to fucking know it's on the outside, but it's also just genius writing to to make it that way. Right. Huh, yeah, no, that's brilliant. I'm I'm glad they tossed it, dude, because uh that would have taken so much out of this fucking movie. Yeah, I agree, man. It would have all the mystery and everything involved would kind of just been lost. Yeah, deflated, dude. And the they, I mean, the fucking so funny at the end. It's it's fucking uh, telethon kid that makes it out, dude. But it's just to me the yeah. I don't I don't know why they chose that to happen. I guess that's what you know the poor acting. Everyone was like, I just I always imagine right when the door was closing, like onto Quentin as he's leaving at the very end, just like who's the retard now. <laughs> fucking deuces just like walking into the light dude so sick that's probably my favorite death besides the cubing one the uh getting cut by quentin getting cut by the moving rooms i'm like yeah that's oh yeah it's just it's you know it's like the smear effect and just you know slid across that it's like fucking brutal as hell and the guy fucking deserved these piece of shit yeah, dude, that guy is garbage. When he lets go of, uh, oh yeah, when we find out that her name's Helen, he goes, "Of course you're Helen." <laughs> I was Helen thinking the Halloway. same thing too. I was like, "Dude, Helen that... Halloway." Helen Halloway. <laughs> yeah, she looks exactly like a Helen Halloway. <laughs> Helen How? Wow. Yes. I mean, you know, I would have just gone with like Karen Halloway too. It could have worked. It would have worked equally as well, dude. <laughs> but she was right. She she always had that right sixth sense about Quentin, who mm -hmm. you know, San Quentin prison, by the way, who definitely gives that away. When he just drops that bitch off the side for no oh, fucking yeah. reason, I thought that no was reason. just ridiculous. Yeah, like I, I once again, it, it, there wasn't a good way of showing and describing their descent into madness. It was just like, well, mm. they're just crazy now. <laughs> he could literally drop. It's a natural instinct. 
Yeah, he could have dropped yeah. anybody else. You don't want to kill the person who's the only doctor in your group that could actually help you if something gets fucked up, right? Like, right. or at least well, has knowledge to but try to help. also rational and practical and pragmatic, and he is not any of those things. <laughs> Correct. So, that's, right. that's it a poses threat as a him. threat. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anybody, any of you guys feel like uh, give me this for me at least? It gave me like this, like uh, like Night of the Living Dead vibes. Like it's a small core of people, but like uh, this sort of um, the like don't go out there. Why would you go the out outside there? Let's stay, let's stay in the course, basement. Yeah. Right, yeah, right, right. Lock the doors. Yeah, stuff like that. Everyone's got different uh, plans, and and they're all battling each other on what motives, the best approaches and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And you have like uh, you have Quentin who um, it, it's almost like the the uh, he's almost kind of like uh, the the Ben the Ben character um, in Not Living Dead, but he's he's dumber than that because Ben's a lot smarter mm-hmm. than that. But then you have like you have uh, Worth who's sort of like uh, uh, the do du- the dad from the basement who uh, his his daughter's been bitten or whatever during the basement with his, him and his wife. Yeah. And he's like, we should we should definitely stay out here. We should never go outside. You know, we shouldn't venture out ever. And it's a weird like amalgamation uh, of both of them, uh, both those characters, and both the, uh, in both of them. And uh, I find that very interesting. And also, I find the um, the acting sort of like like sort of very sixties ask sometimes too. It's just sort of over the top, uh, over dramatized, mm, like bad and terrible. <laughs> bad. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's a difference between watching. But like, I agree. But it you know, like the kind of panic nature because you wouldn't expect someone to be normal in a situation like this either. You know. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. But it's it's but it, but it feels it, but it does but uh, I I agree I'm, I'm I I you know I totally agree with you guys that uh, uh, the acting is bad uh, for the most part it is I think it is pretty good sometimes it, you know it's very rare but it's mm-hmm. it's very rare but um, <laughs> uh, but um, every once in a while it's, it's, it does come through but like it's kind of like the '60s uh, uh, Night of the Dead like the the the, the man who played Ben. Um, a really great actor, uh, dude who went on to, to, to teach drama school, um, very good actor. And, you know, but, you know, there's some people here and there that do show some good acting, but, you know, Night of Living Dead was mostly fil- filled with, like, people who produced the fucking movie. So they had to be there because they didn't have a lot of fucking money. So, hey, mm. I don't know. They don't, they don't have a lot of money for this movie either, but, like, a lot of, like, uh, maybe Canadian actors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not the worst. <laughs> But uh, maybe not the best here, but like, uh, it, but they're doing the best that they can. Uh, yeah. It doesn't help that they he created, you know, Vincenzo Tully uh, created a fucking Rayman character. It's a problem, but the cast I understand fits where the he's budget. coming from. Yeah, I do, I do, I the, get it. The cast definitely fits the budget here. I mean, they're not gonna they're not gonna be able to bring anybody huge for this like B movie, right? So. Uh, I was surprised the most when the Nicole DeBoer, I guess is her name, was actually uh, yeah. Levin, is like the star cast name is the first thing that pops up like at the end of the credits. Interesting. Like, I didn't realize. I forgot about yeah, that. She, I was, she's been in a lot of other things, yeah. Yeah, I was surprised by that. I mean, but at this point in her career, she had? Enterprise, dude. Enterprise, big one. Oh, yeah. I'm saying early on. I guess she was a starlet right from the fucking gates. But, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I was surprised by that. Oh, shit. I, she'd been around for a while. Well, she, I would say she's definitely the, the best of them. <laughs> One of them. <laughs> uh, besides uh, Quentin Quint Tarantino's fucking, you know, twin or whatever. <laughs> come, come baby. I don't know. Fucking <laughs> she was, uh, she was in that the guy. Dead Zone show. She was in the Dead Zone show, if you oh, ever watched that. show. I like that show. Yeah, she was on that the whole, uh, I think the whole run. National Lampoon. Also in Prom Night 4, which I've actually seen. <laughs> so, <I'm>, <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, that great, but yeah, he's in that too. Oh, and her but, um, and, and Quentin in this movie were in a TV series called Haven. 
I never watched that. It's got like a 7.5 rating. It was on okay. sci-fi. I never I never caught that one. Ooh, I don't know. That's a, that's a roll of the dice, buddy. It's a gamble. I don't know. Oh, I know. Trust me. I know. Even the ratings, <laughs> even the ratings it's like 7.5, but it's sci-fi produced. Okay, but that means people who like sci-fi shit gave it that rating. So for me, that's probably scaled <laughs> down to like a 5.5. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Um, I, I think... But it really does come down to right, like like really great filmmaking, right, and editing, like like the fact that they can they can go to these rooms, they can go like they can be horizontal, they can be vertical, mm-hmm. all this, and show show all those things, and it looks it, it it never feels the same, even though it's it is the same, it is but exactly the same, yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> they change yeah. it somehow, and it it really works. It's yeah. very surprising. And even yeah. the shots where you see them inside the cube looking out. You know, it still looks like there's another cube that they're heading in. They just did a really right. good job product- with production design in that regard. Yeah. I mean, they even had a couple of CGI moments here and there that were kind of rough, but I could see past that. Rough. Yeah. I could definitely see past I, It's 97. I can't the do it. Right. Budget's dead. So, yeah, I, I get it, dude. They did what well, they I could. Fucking, I hate how this movie ends, though. I hate and love it at the same time. Mm. I, I'm I, with I you. I don't like that Rain Man gets out. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and, and of course I don't like that Quentin just fucking murders uh, Levin right there at the end. Like, that's a brutal. Oh, she's the it's one. A, it's a brutal ending. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's the one who got much. y'all to this point. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Her and Rain Man. <laughs> 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 but Quentin's death is very satisfying. Like Chris and I, like you were saying, man, him getting smeared across the wall oh, right there at the end. I it's just, it. it's just I something it. special. <laughs> yeah, cool raspberry jam. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's satisfying because he was just such a piece of shit too, dude. Like, yeah, yeah, he's terrible. Of course, but uh, well, I like how they start off with him being kind of, you know, it looks like he's going to be the main good guy, so to speak, tough guy, guy, you know, that we're going to follow for a long time. when it starts. Yeah, yeah. What kills me is fucking Worth's attitude throughout the entire thing. It's just like. Uh, I fought my whole way to make it out of this thing, and I'm just I'm so depressed. I don't now I'll just leave. die now. I'm just gonna <laughs> die now that the ex- it's the Padme like... effect. Ah, oh, god, it's the what? The Padme effect. Oh, it's the Padme effect. <laughs> I guess yes. I'll just die oh, now. Yeah. I guess I'll just <laughs> die now. <laughs> Granted, oh. you know, at least he does get stabbed really severely. Yeah. I did like too. It was pissing me off. I was like, where the fuck did he find this weapon? Like. Oh yeah, you know that he used to stab her. I it's the fu- it's the door it's handle. The door, yeah. It's the door handle. I didn't yeah. realize it. Like like somehow, I guess he figured out how to screw it off. I was like, what the fuck? With no tools. With brain- <laughs> yeah. And with a brain injury, like he cracked his fucking head on the skull. And the other, it was like a pool of blood within like thirty seconds. Like that's bad. <laughs> you don't just stand back up from that. <laughs> It'd be great if he came back as a Rain Man character too. <laughs> 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 the, the the sequel Quentin and Kazan you'll just write it as like a perfect it'd be Quentin and Kazan you write it as like a perfect strangers rom-com series <laughs> and you're my best be. cube <laughs> ridiculous oh shit also with the ending it makes me wonder when he walks out into the light Kazan at the end so like is the alien just zapping him back home like is he yeah. outside <laughs> I'm intrigued by that. I, and maybe yeah, we'll find out too. more in the other sequels. I've never watched the sequels, so. We'll yeah, so this, this is very exciting. Don't, don't, and Tron, don't tell us. Lips are sealed. Sequels. Nope, lips are sealed. 
Yeah, I don't, I don't want to know until I watch it. <laughs> yeah. So this is apparently a trilogy, but at the same yeah. time, they re-released one in Japan by the same name, which is technically the fourth, but it's we're a not. Remake. We're, it's yeah, a remake. remake of the first one. Yeah, which we're it's not. Got like actually, the trailer looks It's got like a four point six rating. Yeah, the trailer really? looked pretty good, but I'm, I'm excited. To, I, I, I kind of want to check it out after we do the trilogy. Honestly, I'm gonna. Well, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna. I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, I'm gonna. <laughs> no doubt about that. <laughs> I can't wait to see, I mean, with all, everything that could have been learned and probably a possibly much better budget, you know, what could be made better has been made better. And I, that'd be the, awesome to see. The Japanese take an, a, basically an American idea. They're like, cool. we haven't thought of this yet. Fuck it, let's you do it. You think they'd make it more it. psychotic? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very much so, dude. <laughs> right? Use some of that radiation mine. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, it looks like Kazan's character in the Japanese remake is now a 13-year-old middle school student. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, no. Here we go, boys. <laughs> so it's like Mercury it. Rising and Cube. <laughs> it's Mercury Rising, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, oh, also, while we're on Coffee real fast, I watched the... It's I watched the... <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> I watched the... Tra- I know this is a little off topic. I watched the trailer for... Wednesday finally and so she's basically at Hogwarts like that's <laughs> oh, what the that's a, that's a tangent is? for a different time yeah no I know I just <laughs> had to throw that, that in but... there before I forget and so like that's something that just the nibble on boys I was like I don't know what the fuck's happening the right fuck? now but yeah 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 but this movie was this is such this is a prime example in my opinion of how to do low budget the correct way like it's yeah, it's yeah. still terrifying of course some dialogue is well less than great also terrifying <laughs> <laughs> but i i still feel like it's a great premiere for a director that really hadn't directed anything just kind of did art department and stuff like that and like i like this way more than i remembered liking it it's a good thriller it really is yeah it's got a um it's got a french feel honestly in my opinion it's got a uh, uh, you guys ever seen like the city of lost children or some shit it's got a feel like to that which like, makes uh, sense that's where it made the most money was france you guys got to out city of lost children that's a great fucking flick oh yeah i've seen, uh, it. It's great. Oh, yeah, I've oh, seen it too yeah okay cool cool it's what is that, like the angles and the, the acting it all feels very similar was that uh Ron Ron the director in french i'm sorry I thought the director was French. He is, yeah, he is. I'm just saying that, like, but it's oh, got right the off. same feel to it, though. Like the way the way angles the angles are shot, like the way the acting is. Yeah. Even yeah. though it's in French, and Ron and, you know, Ron Perlman speaks English the whole time, but like everybody yeah. else speaks French. But I'm like, it's got that feel like to it. You know, it's 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 interesting. You know, but from a Spanish director who speaks great English, <laughs> um, yeah. and he wrote the fucking script, but. Yeah, we're still talking about the how how fucking ridiculous the fucking lines are. But well, I mean, you know, yeah, I, I'll give him some leeway. It's his first movie, first writing dialogue. You know, that's why it gets a break because I still really like the movie. But man, oh, it's still, me too. <laughs> I, I still love the movie. I still really love it. I, I, and I'm glad that uh, we picked to do the trilogy for this this Halloween because it's interesting, different, and um, I have never seen the other two, so I'm really excited to see them. Me neither. So, I, I'm just yeah. waiting until we get to the, like so starting. Like I'm gonna watch those. Fresh. <laughs> that's oh, me awesome. too. I mean, that's very rare for me to watch a couple movies I actually have never seen at some point. It's rare for me too, man. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm so excited about that. We did uh, uh, when we did the Candyman series uh, a year ago, or whatever. Um, yeah. I've never seen part three, so like, I was really pumped to see part three. You know, it was like fresh to me. So yeah. 
But um, yep. yeah, this was a lot of fun. It's a it's a it's a fun movie. Check it out. Uh, a lot of ideas, uh, like we discussed here, have been stolen from this thing. And uh, <laughs> I, I'm I'm pretty sure the director has expressed his feelings on that. Like, yeah, have you seen this movie? Like, yeah, I came up with this idea before that, but it's fine. It's no big deal. Whatever. You can you can hear mm. like the seared hatred, resentment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's fine. Really it's totally supported. fine. Like, it's fine. I- it's oh, that's cool. It's like when a woman says, "Oh, I'm fine." Yeah, yeah. I'll just fine. go ahead and take all my ideas. That's, that's fine. I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna hang out with the boys, have some beers. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. That's totally fine. It's not fine. It's not fine. It's not fine. It's not fine. No, no. Uh, but it's it's uh, it's a great way um, to really stick off st- uh, the kick off our trilogy uh, Halloween month, which we do we've been doing for the last two Ooh. years, which is really fun. And um, yeah. we're going to keep it going and hopefully just try to surprise you guys every fucking time we do Halloween and uh, do a fun trilogy. And maybe every once in a while we do like a quadrilogy uh, of uh, horror movies. But, uh, yeah, we're doing we're doing Cube this year. So um, hope you guys are pumped. Go back and watch the fucking go back and watch Cube and uh, we'll come back for what is it? I, I don't know what the second one's called. Cube, Cube uh, Zero, Cube I believe. Two. Zero. Two? No, Cube two. Yeah, Zero is the third. Right, 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 right. Oh, yeah. there's hypercube. It's like hyper right? hypercube. Yeah, yeah. that's hypercube. Yeah, cube, I'm sorry, cube squared is the correct nomenclature. Cube <laughs> it's like Alien Three, right? It's like Alien Three squared. Yeah. Yes, it's yes. They've written in the same area. <laughs> my, balls. <laughs> my, my, my balls. <laughs> my balls. My balls. <laughs> <laughs> I really. I really am excited for the rest of these, though. Like I said, I've never seen them. It's fun to see horror movies I haven't seen before, so I think this is going to be fucking great, man. I'm really pumped. Right, and I'm not going to spoil a single goddamn thing, Good. but... Uh, do not do that. Yeah, just... I, I Okay, I'm not going to say shit, fuck it. We'll just talk about the next one. Yeah, me and Mike are going yeah. like, to like, suplex you into your coffee table in front of your son. <laughs> like, don't do it. Let it go. <laughs> don't do this it. goddamn shit. my mental mind trick. <laughs> <laughs> We want to jump this thing clean, man. Like no, no thoughts at all. Just jump into it. I'm excited about it. Oh yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, guys, anything else to say about the cube? Before we jump off. Not for my. No, just that if if I didn't if I didn't say it before, I didn't realize that Nicole DeBoer, the main chick, um, was in Senior Trip with Jeremy Renner. Do y'all remember this movie from back in the day? Did I say this mm-hmm. earlier? National Lampoon Senior Trip. It came out like ninety five. Senior Trip. Yeah. Oh, okay. Jeremy yeah. fucking Renner is in that movie. I was going is through he? and I was like, wait, yes, wow. bro. Yes, it's his feature shit. film debut. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so I'm sure the film, I remember watching like. that movie. It was one of the you know like when I first started smoking weed, I went and rent all the stoner comedies we could fucking find. You know what I mean? So I was going back like ten years. It was great. Man. <laughs> There's this your three a, degree Marvel separation, dude. Tron, you have to look up. What Jimmy Lynn looks like, looks like looks, right, uh, right now. You can look it up. He's it's, got like the it's... Kurt Cobain like haircut. Yeah, it's, it's... <laughs> or really I mean, the more River like... Phoenix, I guess. Uh, dude, he looks he looks like Dom Dahmer when he played Dahmer in that fucking Dahmer movie. <laughs> Just like that. What is happening? I forgot he played Dahmer. I totally forgot Renner played Dahmer. Holy shit. Yeah, that's it's like 2002 movie. That's right. Damn. Yeah, look look it up. It, it just if, wow. if not for anything else. For everybody out there listening, oh just go watch God. Senior Trip just to just Holy look at some shit. terribleness. <laughs> oh Holy shit, dude! Oh my yeah, that's all. That's oh, all I had so on the episode. Bad. Cringing so hard. Right oh, it's now. so bad, dude. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> he's like front and center too. Like, yo, what's up, man? Like, it's like, it's, it's, <laughs> oh, he's the straight stoner guy. Like, yeah, he's the straight stoner. The it's, fucking Spicoli. Yeah, dude. Oh my yes. god. Yes. Oh, he's he's channeling. You know, the the Sean Penn side that doesn't beat women. He's channeling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Here's his name in the movie: Mark Dags Dixcanio. <laughs> That's his Jesus. name so, in there. So right. Spicoli, Discati, like, come on. Yeah, come, come on, on now, dude. They knew what they were but doing. But yeah, yeah, I, I'm sorry for that little digress. I just No, it's great. Say. I love that you said That's that. It's awesome. <laughs> it's, also got fuck, it's also got fucking Tara Strong, dude. Tara Strong is fucking Topanga and fucking Boy Meets World. And she's in there, too. That's yeah. right. Holy shit. That's right. All Topanga. Oh, sweet Topanga. So many <laughs> off a lot. Yeah. Wanna bang yeah. out Topanga. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's that's all I had on this one, fellas. I do love. I'm sorry. I do love the tagline. The tagline for this movie for uh for National Poon's uh senior trip, four score and seven beers ago is a pretty good fucking tagline. That's it. Oh my god, we should tear this fucking movie, dude. I oh man, there's so many. I I remember this fucking movie. There's so many things in it that you couldn't do in a movie today no. without being holy shit, dude. That would be. Yeah, <laughs> Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln's wearing sunglasses, dude. It's like I don't know. It's. I'm pretty sure he's got it. a beard in his hand too. <laughs> he oh, does. Man. He's got a beard in his hand. <laughs> right, we gotta cover this one. Though. We gotta do. We gotta do the like, Lash and Lampoon's fucking uh, like senior trip. Fucking, well, there's too many of them. Never mind. It's a bad, bad idea. <laughs> bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I wasn't mentioning anything. I was just mentioning the fact that this actress was in that movie, too. It blew my mind. <laughs> That's wild, dude. Um, know, all right, right, cool. So let's jump, let's, let's jump out of here. Um, hope you guys uh, check out the uh, the movie um, and hope you stick with us for the series. And uh, me and Mike are doing something pretty soon um, on the show that I hope you guys dig. It's kind of a side, kind of a, a short, but um, I've been wanting to talk about this movie for a long time and hope you guys dig it. So we're going to talk about it pretty soon. Gonna keep you there, keep you hard, keep you horny. We're not gonna tell you about it until it happens. So, uh, we'll talk to you guys next time. Please don't be a, be a piece of shit. Take care of each other out there. Later, guys.